This podcast contains mature language and themes. You will be witnesses. Terror. Gunfire. International travel. All play a part in this fascinating series of dramatized but undoubtedly possible events now commonly known as the Christmas Eve Skyscraper Heist, or as others have dubbed it, 2488. I was a reporter on the ground as Christmas Eve delivered us not presents from Santa, but the bullets of black market weaponry. I stood outside that building, refusing to budge, to bring you all the latest reports, except when a large helicopter exploded, at which point I took cover. But now, listener, I want to take you further back in time to a morning in a hotel in Los Angeles where a luxury breakfast may possibly have proved a great danger to one man. Hello, sir. May I? Uh, yes, certainly. I have an omelette, croissants, OJ. What is that? That beeping? Is that yours? No, sir. Isabel, do you have a beeper? Yes, what does it say? It says stay in bathroom. Sorry you didn't get your breakfast. Nothing personal. Oh, it never is. Don't shoot. I'm just a guy for hire. Who hired you? Never saw him. The voice on the phone. Male? Female? An accent? Like yours, man. Fucking Russian. Why does everyone make that mistake? I'm German. Yeah, that one. Look, that's all I know. I believe you. No, wait. I was only supposed to... Oh my god. Hans. Hans, why are you pointing a gun at me? Who are you working for? No one. I mean, you. I'm working for you. A message on your pager. Stay in bathroom. You knew this man would be here? I've never seen this man before. Hans, please... We'll see. Don't move. Hello? Tony, Comte the Fort, room 333. That's not your room. I know. Quickly, please, and bring the tools of the trade. Are you all right? We'll be fine if we act swiftly. Please come down. There. Why am I handcuffing her to the toilet roll holder? So she doesn't try and make an escape by asking to use the toilet. This is ludicrous. You're lucky you aren't lying next to your associate. I've never seen him. I'm telling the truth. Oh, I can believe you've never seen him. Who was the message from on your pager? Who was the voice on the phone the man described? You're paranoid, Hans. I'm meticulous. Stay where you are. Tony, watch her. There's water in the minibar if she gets thirsty. I'll call Heinrich and Fritz to dispose of that. What about the other two Canadians? Christoph and Franco, they could be part of this. We'll find out soon enough. I'm calling a meeting. Mr. Geisler? Mr. Geisler? Yes? Urgent message for you, sir, from um, Mr. Washington. There's a number for you to call. You can use one of the phones in our complimentary business lounge. Yo. Thea? Hey, so I managed to get through to some agencies looking to this Isabel chick and known associates? Her whole Canadian story checks out. She's wanted by the Mounties. She joined up with this Franco guy and that kid Kristoff. But before any of that, she was in Berlin for about three years. Guess who she was with? Do tell.
Come on, Hans. What are we doing? Yeah, why are we doing it here? This is a Christmas tree farm. There's nothing else here but trees. For miles. We were driving for three hours. It was quite boring. Hey, I'm Franco. I like your hair. I'm Fritz. Your jacket is really cool. Thanks, man. Everyone, things are about to liven up. Wait, I know what we're doing here. We buy several Christmas trees and then pretend we're delivering them to the building with the vault, yeah? And we can even hide weapons in them. And we're saying, knock, knock, a bon Natale, Merry Christmas, here are your Christmas trees. And they're saying, no, wait, we didn't order any trees. And then we say, surprise, rich American pigs, I'll bang, 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 boom, 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 you die, you die. That was very spirited, Marco, but that's not why we're here. It's not? But I like my plan. Dude, why would we need to lug in some Christmas trees when we have access cards and no one's expecting us anyway? Okay, Mr. Brainybox, Stephen Hawkeye, I guess we don't need the trees. Hans, are you going to let us in on this? I brought us here because I was nearly killed this morning. Huh? A supposed member of hotel staff arrived with room service breakfast and produced a cult M1911 commonly used by the United States military. The assassin was American, which initially led me to wonder about our friend, Eddie. What? Whoa, hey, listen, man, I'm a straight shooter. You think I'd double-cross you for this score? I mean, look at your team. You can rest easy, Eddie. I came to the same conclusion. Plus, anyone from anywhere can hire American hitmen. Before he departed this world, the gentleman said he spoke to a German voice on the phone. So many options. Fritz. Was? Carl. Suck my balls. Heinrich. You know me better than that. Where's Tony? Never fear, he's innocent. And safe. I brought us out here because I knew whoever was trying to gain control would need to have us exposed, vulnerable, and as many of us as possible in one place. And sure enough, he followed along at a safe distance. It was not your brother, Carl. It was mine. I assume you can hear me, Simon. Well done, Hans. Well done. How did you deduce that it was me? I felt a familiar knife approaching my back. Brother, 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 no. I'm not here to take over. Merely uh, assist and advice. Oh, perhaps I've misunderstood you. So you'd be happy to offer a few tips and then sit back while I complete the operation? Well, now I didn't say that. Of course not, because that would be an outright lie versus the lukewarm half-truths you've been serving up since childhood. He's actually happy to see me. You tried to have me killed. No, no, no. That gentleman was only supposed to slow you down. I wouldn't dream of killing my own brother. When one has a gun pointed in one's face, one doesn't stop to ask if the intention is fatal. That's a fair point. I assume these are the men from Dusseldorf I've been hearing about. Alexander... No, wait, don't tell me. Alexander, James, and Luca. Correct. I do hope you haven't been unkind to poor Isabel. All the things, Simon. Bribery, muscle, extortion. But this, this is new for you. They call it... In the American novels, a sugar, what is it? A honey trap. Ah, yes, but the expense of spirit in a waste of shame is lust in action. Until action, lust is perjured, murderous, bloody, full of blame. Well, there you have it, everyone. 
Do you want to follow someone with a great mind but little experience and a very annoying habit of reciting sonnets? Or... A charismatic bully who hijacks others' ideas. Hijack? You make me sound like a terrorist. I'm afraid the decision may have been made for you, little Hans. I contacted almost every member of your group this morning, offering them larger sums. They were swift to change their allegiance. That could have been enough, but no. There's another brain in the operation. Theodore Washington. Someone is at his residence with him and his sister, ensuring he comes to see things my way. I promise you, Hans, you will receive a share. How very generous of you. Now, if you'll excuse me... May I have one moment to make something perfectly clear, Simon? You never let me speak at dinner. Perhaps at least now you could afford me the courtesy. Please. Danke, Bruder. Now, as I understand it, your plan hinges on two points. One, appealing to the greed of my team. The second, securing the technological brain of the operation. Correct. But what if I had reached out to the said brain, Theo, a few days ago, asking him to research Miss Isabel Lachine? Because he can get into any computer anywhere, he would then uncover your arrival at LAX two days ago under your usual pseudonym, Karl-Heinz Stockhausen. My favorite composer. And what if, Simon, I then contacted the group that I had assembled, plus your associates Alexander and James, Luca I'm afraid I could not get hold of, made a more generous offer in relation to Division of Profits, and explained that Theo was under my protection, and anyone sent to harm him would be dealt with by Carl. Eat my scheiser. You're bluffing. Gregor, this is Simon, come in. Gregor? Klaus? Dieter? Oh, hey, is this Simon? This is Theo. So great to meet you. Sorry, man, your friends couldn't make it. That dude, Carl? Whoa, I would not want to piss him off. He went through your guys like a linebacker stomping on some Boy Scouts. Shame about my carpets, but you're going to pay for that. Say hi to Hans for me. Hmm. It would seem you have outfitted me. I remember an instance when I was six and you were eight. I was gifted a beautiful model train for Christmas, and as we sat under a tree not unlike any of these, you took it from me, and you wouldn't give it back for two years. You didn't want it, you just wanted to take what was mine. Oh, please, Hans, I don't think- This is my model train! You cannot have it. You will not have it. Unless you'd like to ask the rest of the group where their loyalties lie. My loyalties are with you, Simon. And that that's really all right. You don't have to. What a shame. I think he was in love with me. My Christmas gift to you, Simon, is a taxi to LAX. Farewell. Oh, Weihnachten, Hans. I'm proud of you. Oh, for God's sake. Take a stroll amongst the evergreens. The road's that way. Oh, that was fun. I do like my plan, though. Couldn't we hide just one rocket launcher in a pine tree? Hi, I'm Alexander. Me and James have the rockets. We have cases for them. We don't need trees. You are gonna kill us? No, we've, uh, 
I mean, probably not. You work on a different floor in the building, okay? Don't come near me. He's my friend. You hurt him. I'll kill you. Oh, yeah? Come on, guys. We're all on the same team now. Let's go do some coke. And Hershey. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, this yeah. Is good. That was a risk. He could have had other men. Simon is a knife, but I am a scalpel. But what about the men now? Can we trust them? Larger shares and Theo firmly on our side. I think so. Let's check on your brother. Tony? Tony, come in. Tony. Heinrich, pull the car around. We need to get back to the hotel. Now! Tony, answer me. If you've gotten him killed, Hans, I swear... Answer me. Mm. Hans. Ah, my God, you scared me. She's gone. I think she had something in the bathroom, some drug. I I got us both the water and she swapped the bottles. I'm sorry, I should have... Who was she working for? Simon. Your brother? The very same. Well, look at it this way. Her lover's plan failed... And she's walking around Los Angeles, handcuffed to a toilet roll holder. Let's get you up. I have uncovered that a man named Karl Heinz Stockhausen was listed on the manifesto for a flight to Rome out of LAX the next day. And now that alliances were firmly secured, it's likely Hans and his team needed to solidify their timeline of terror. Abandoned warehouse. Hans, are we the bad guys? Oh, a matter of perception, Theo. And this warehouse is certainly not abandoned. Such buildings have rats and needles. No, I rented this. Gentlemen, gentlemen, thank you all for coming. Some of you are meeting for the first time, and we have much to discuss. This was admittedly a last-minute plan. You're sure the ambulance fits in the truck? We drove it in yesterday. It fits. Can we fit in the truck with the ambulance? Everyone shower and wear cologne, okay? We'll be there in 20 minutes, maybe more with Christmas traffic, yeah? Thank you for the insight, Marco. Eddie, do we know who's scheduled to be working on reception? Guy named Derek Sneed. R.I.P. Mr. Sneed. (laughs) He may not be in my jacket size, though. Don't worry about the jacket, just look official. Carl, you and James walk into the lobby and up to the reception desk. Pretend to be in conversation. Whoa, whoa. No, it should be Carl and me. No offense, but James looks like some freaky haunted painting of an old warlord or something. Now I'll crush you, you little... I think I see your ugly mouth forming in an N, and I would not advise... No one's about to say anything negative at all. Are they, James? Theo, your reasoning? Derek, Snood... Sneed. Sneed is going to see two scary German guys from a few feet away. What if he pushes some button, calls someone? You need at least one American talking about sports. It's going to look normal. He's right. James, you're too scary. Yeah, this is true. I am what I am. Right, that solves that. Any other questions? I can break the code for the first lock. We got a drill thanks to Eddie's Texan mining buddies. That thing can bore through my ex-wife's opinion. (laughs) (laughs) What about the electromagnetic lock on the safe? That's where trust comes into the picture. I love trust. I'm a very trusting individual, but I trust people I know. I mean, this guy who's supposed to be my assistant this whole time... 
What's your name? Christoph? Oh, you're Christoph. See, I didn't know this guy's name. Trust? Yeah, yeah, I did suggest we do introductions at the beginning. Like, you know, hello, this is my name. I was born here. My mother did this. My father was this. This is a little bit about me, hobbies. I collect toy soldiers, you know, things like that, animals, favorite colors. You know, it would have been helpful to have done this sort of thing just to get understand and get to know each other a bit better, you know, before we go on to do what we're going to do. Thank you, know? you Tony. Well, Theo, aside from me wanting to be protective of my ideas after the recent attempt to steal them, Let's look at it this way. Based on your experience of me so far, would I storm a building if I didn't have a plan? No, you would not. Would I leave anything to chance? I guess not. You just better be right, you know? I trust him, and I'm not easy to win over. We go in and do this as discussed, we will all be rich men. Thank you, Carl. Now, as I want this plan to go correctly down to the second, I bought you all an early Christmas gift. Tag Hoyer watches. We will synchronize them upon arrival. Tony, pass them around. Yeah. Merry Christmas! <laughs> now let's go over it one more time. 1800 hours. I drive the truck to the service entrance. Myself and Theo in a car to the lobby. 1805, we take the elevator up. I become the new doorman. Theo gets into the computer. 1806, I lock down all the entrances with the key card. Tony. I go to the basement and rewire. And then I cut off all the telecommunications. With my chainsaw. My God. Eat shizer. 1807, we take the elevator to the 30th floor, where there is due to be an office Christmas party. How nice. Crowd control. Make sure no one's sneaking out. Very good. Next, at 1810. Me, Uli, and Marco go up and via the roof. Weed. Globe. Be witnesses. Not participants instead. No, I don't need that. Hello, Hans. Anya gave me this number. Where are you? Hello, Mother. Hans, I, I was concerned. I'm fine. Have you heard from Simon? I had a call a few days ago. He sounded strangely unenergetic. He's probably involved in some unsavory dealings. I can only imagine. And Anya? Somewhere abroad with her special friend. So it's just you and Frau Goldman in that enormous house. Have some friends over. Play cards. I do not play cards and I do not have friends. Your father made sure of that. There were always people. Businessmen and their wives, all disappearing the second the mighty Gunter shuffled off his mortal coil. Talking of business, I may be going away for a business trip for a few months. I may not be able to be in contact, but we will speak. Again. Eventually. I fear you're planning something stupid, like your father would. Have no fear, Mother. I'm not like him. Oh. I'm much cleverer. Really? Yes. I'm like you. Good night. Good night, Hans. Mother, I really should try... It's me. It's Tony. Is everything all right? I can't sleep. Neither can I. Do you want to come to my room? I sh should not, Tony. It's. I don't uh, want to do anything. Just, just cuddle. You just want a cuddle? Yes. That sounds acceptable. Give me five minutes. Oh, Hans, you can pre-order breakfast here. You can. Perhaps I will have an omelette. I won't make you stay long. 
I just need help falling asleep. We have a big day tomorrow. Yes, we have. Can't believe Hans is gone. Yes, this is sad. Well, things happen. Is anyone gonna take his place? We can't. No one can. I mean, first, it's rude. Second, his towel's on the recliner. Hello, all. Took forever to find some fresh towels. What is going on? This is unacceptable. All the ice has melted into my daiquiri. Was nobody watching? They were considering taking your seat. We were not! <laughs> really? Well, I think as the mastermind behind our recent excursion, I do deserve the best recliner with the most shade. Yeah, whatever. What's going on? A planned mutiny, Carl. Well, the water is nice. Does the resort have a copy of the Financial Times? Oh, even the Caribbean gets that. Our investments are at about 17%. Well, lower than I was hoping. Oh, well... Carl, do you ever relax? No, I just... Mm, I should have shot that policeman. You know, you think when you string a guy up on a chain that he's done. Hey, don't be hard on yourself with the chances of anything like that happening. Jeez, I thought we did a good job improvising. And then the next day, he's alive and on television, saying he's going to hunt us down like dogs. Americans all alike. Hey, now. Yeah. Present company accepted, of course. You should have finished his wife. I would have loved to have finished the wife. It would have felt good to me, but you let her go. And now she can identify us. Uh, she can identify you and me, Carl, but so can the rest of the world. Christoph was in the vault, Theo she never saw, she barely glanced it's at Eddie. It's, no, it's just that it's not like you to leave loose ends, Hans. She was a fighter. I respect that. She reminded me of... Oh, God, if you're going to say your mom... Well, and I will speak no more and enjoy the shade. This is normally the point my brother would have stepped in to defend you. Yeah, Tony. He was... He should be here. I mean, yeah, but with greatest respect to Tony's memory... More shares for us. <laughs> Your brother certainly would have approved of that. And it could have been worse. That cop could have woken up earlier, come after us, thrown us out a window. You know, for years I used to have a dream almost every night. I was falling, but... No more. Now I'm just sitting on a beach. To sitting on a beach. Yes, indeed, Eddie. Cheers. Look at that. We're sitting on the beach. You won't be sitting here forever, though, will you? I know you, Hans. My brother knew you. 
the best. But I've gotten to know you. You enjoy a challenge. Well, Carl, you know what they say about old habits, but I'm perfectly content. For now. events of that siege settled in the hearts of the nation like evil foreign snow on America's heroic rooftops. Little is known since that night of Hans and the surviving members of his group. Some claim they spotted him in Australia. Others theorize he dwells in a castle in Scotland, England. I believe Hans is biding his time, waiting for another big score. But wherever he or any wrongdoer appears next, rest assured, the power of strong, nuanced journalism will be there to stop him. Wherever you are in the world, I wish you health, wealth, and a life free from international terrorism. Thanks for listening. Old Habits the Rise of Hans, a podcast miniseries written, produced, directed, and edited by Peter Stray, who also played Hans, with Daniel Hawksford as Tony, Jono Roberts as Carl, Anthony Arkin as the journalist and Eddie, James Johnson as Theo, Catherine Ella Wood as Isabel, Scott Aiello as Marco, John Okabayashi as Uli, Matthew Arkin as the Hotel Assassin. James Marlowe as Simon, Amelia Campbell as Mother and Desk Lady, Mac Young as Heinrich, Dominique Dorr as Fritz and James, Ed Richters as Christoph and Luca, Matty Blake as Franco, Eric Messner as Alexander. Original score by Marengast. Featured songs by Le Cassette. Foley artist Jasper Stray London. Old Habits, The Rise of Hans is a podcast audio series written by Peter Stray as a transformative work under U.S. fair use laws. The podcast is not authorized, sanctioned, licensed, or endorsed by 20th Century Fox or any person or company associated with the Die Hard film series.